Hello, hello, world. Hello, strangers and roommates. Hello again, lovers, friends, enemies, all, all of the, the above. above. And we are back with another episode of A Stranger Down the Hall, the podcast that gives you the funny, the real, the unbelievable insight into having a roommate in New York City. <laughs> well, it's real, all right. <laughs> you are here with your host. I'm Lindawi Davis, a.k.a. I use dishwashing detergent to clean my dishes and not just water. And you're here with your host, Alicia Key, a.k.a. I don't believe in hoarding other people's pots and pans in my room. <laughs> and today we are talking about the act of disappearing dishes when living with roommates and feeling like you've been robbed. Yes, today's episode is Who Stole the Dishes? Let's get into it. But before we do... I think our sponsored host is going to be SOS. Sometimes in life, you got to send out an SOS, like a real SOS. But when I say SOS, I mean when you live with roommates, a little SOS will save your life. Think about it. That dried up pasta and sauce and hardened Cheerios in a bowl, mm. a little SOS is just that one cabinet away. Or maybe for you, it may be Target. You might be a Target right away from grabbing some SOS. Target, Dwayne Reed, Walgreens, Rite Aid. <laughs> One of those will suffice because you know what? Just a little bit of SOS might just save your life. Might just save your life. So speaking of, let's talk a little bit about plates. Mm. You've got porcelain plates, you've got glass dishes, you've got plastic dishes, you've got foam. You know, decorative plates, you have glasses, you have mugs, you have teacups. Teacups. I love teacups. Teacups, mm. yes. Mm -mm -mm. Especially the ones with the words on them. Oh, yes. I like I like a good coffee or tea mug that has a good phrase or saying on it. I have one right now that says, uh, I just can't today. And that actually feeds right into what we're talking about, which Absolutely. is where the hell are the damn dishes? Mm. Where are they? I don't know. You don't know? I looked around and walked into the apartment and they're literally all gone. Like, how can they all be gone? There are only three people living here. Like, <laughs> did we get robbed? Like, I just don't understand this problem. <laughs> I cannot find one mm. dish. One. Not one. Mm. So, you know, these experiences when you're living with roommates, um, being in the kitchen, the kitchen is a big kind of space. Kitchen and bathrooms, right? Those are always big spaces in any any, any uh, living space. But yes, and they cause the most friction. Most I will friction. say, at I least in my experience. I would agree. For sure. For sure. I think um, when I'm thinking about plates and I'm thinking about, I'm even thinking about the sauce dishes, uh, you know. But then again, when you have roommates, you may not have sauce dishes or saucers, as I call them. Um, but, you know, one day you come home, you you feel good. You're thinking, getting ready to make a little dinner for yourself. And you go to the cabinet where all of the mm. plates should be. Small plates, medium plates. They should all be there. Where they should be. And Or at least on, like, the dish rack drying mm -hmm. off mm -hmm. after yeah. someone has cleaned them. Yes. Maybe, you That know, would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense. Not as well. But you open up the cabinet and there are no 
dishes. Hell, none. There are like, no plates, no like, plastic plates, no paper plates, just no No napkins, <laughs> no plastic <laughs> No <forks>. napkins! <laughs> and so you're just sitting there thinking, I just cooked this delicious meal, but there are no plates. Did someone... Like literally your cabinet is the cleanest surface right in your in your tiny kitchen area because (laughs) just so you know those of you who are not here and are thinking of moving here forget your large kitchens (laughs) forget it you will not have that square footage unless you move out into the upper tri-state area (laughs) or you have a certain kind of budget and you've found a specific building, or maybe you've moved to Jersey, et cetera, exactly. et cetera. Um, Several zeros. The, yeah, there's going to be some zeros. Um, but with the plate situation, you're really just trying to have some delicious mac and cheese, you know, a little bit of sautéed chicken that you cooked for yourself, or baked mm. chicken, fried chicken. I, I'm, you know, partial to chicken. Um, okay, Chef Davis. I'm just saying, you know how I do it. Uh, okay, go ahead and cook on them. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand why wouldn't there be plates in the kitchen? And then Mm. what's the realization? There are no damn plates. There are no plates. There Mm -hmm. are no forks, spoons, knives. Hell, you can't even find your teacup. (laughs) Ah, So you go on a journey Mm -hmm. hoping that your food doesn't get cold. Because usually in a roommate situation... I guess we should back up and say, okay, this is typically what it's like in a roommate situation in New York City. Mm -hmm. Typically, everybody gets a cabinet if you're lucky Mm -hmm. or some designated area Mm -hmm. or you've made an agreement to either share everything. Hopefully, everyone has contributed, Mm -hmm. you know, some plates, some silverware, something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to the situation. Right. So, for your situation, mm-hmm. did you did all the roommates contribute, or were you a large contributor to that area? Because we know Chef Davis in the house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I had some plates, and I just said, you know, if you wanted to use the plates, that's perfectly mm-hmm. fine. But general rule of thumb, just make sure the plates return mm-hmm. back to the kitchen. General common sense rule of turn return, but um, as I've learned in life, common sense just isn't so common, <laughs> at least not anymore. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's what you hope. But mm-hmm. like we like we said in last week's episode, mm-hmm. never assume right right that people understand house rules. Yeah, no, we can't assume anything. We can't assume anything. Not no, not when it comes to a living situation. You have to discuss everything. Everything has to be up front. But back to yeah. dinner. You what go happened? on a journey. You hope your food is not getting cold. But now you're on a scavenger hunt to try to understand where the plates are. So the first place, I don't know about you, but I like to typically look in the living room. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. I like to start in the living room. I think, you know, most obvious, maybe somebody was there working or doing schoolwork or maybe watching TV and they just left the plates there. Plates being plural because all the plates are missing. So I figured I'd just find one. 
yeah. one. All you all you're looking for at this point, all the all she's looking for at this point, guys, <laughs> is a place setting. <laughs> so like just a, <laughs> just a plate, a plate, a, a cup, a, a cup, <laughs> a fork, and a knife if you want to be so bold. Oh gosh, <laughs> and possibly a spoon if you're lucky. Yes, possibly a spoon. <laughs> And you realize the plates, plural, not even one is in the living room. So what's the next step? The next step is that you have to go start knocking on people's doors. <laughs> that's the next step. <laughs> okay. And, okay. And that's if they're home. What's the best way to approach that, though? Do you just kick the door in or? <laughs> well, I guess let me let me jump in with a. Um, a story of mine. Okay. Let me tell you the tale of um, the dish hoarders. Oh gosh, um, a new term. Mm. I'll <laughs> I'll coin that one. Mm-hmm. Of let's talk about dish hoarders. I have lived with various dish hoarders, <laughs> and there's a degree of dish hoarding. So you have some of those people who just like when they you know, have a meal or something, they'll just keep the plates in, <laughs> you know, their room. Right. So that's typically the definition of a dish hoarder. For Someone later? who just hoards the dish. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily for later. Mm-hmm. Like, there are different categories. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's um, true. But, yeah, typically I've had, you know, roommates that will just keep the dishes there after they use them. But they don't put them back. I've I've learned that the couple of them that I've had, they don't put them back because they don't want to leave them in the sink mm. as like dirty dishes and then have the other roommates think, oh, they just leave dirty dishes because they don't automatically wash them directly after they eat off them. Okay, so let's let's pause for a minute. So the dishes are dirty. But typically dirty dishes go in a sink or dishwasher. But you don't want your roommates to think that you're just leaving dirty dishes. So you prefer to leave the dirty dishes in your room. Mm-hmm. Yes, actually, this 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 is a de- this has been explained to me okay. by a this previous a, roommate. This is yes. a theory. This is a theory. Okay. Oh no, this this is factual. This, this is actual <laughs> and factual. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. This I'm just is, trying to follow along actual and factual with this person's um, logic. <laughs> that was one person's explanation. I've had various other roommates who also just hoard dishes in mm. their room for days and weeks on end. Mm. But like mm. Mm. one of the the dish hoarder in particular, I was talking about like awesome person, right? Um, but also a good self accountable person. Because I realized after having various roommate experiences with dish hoarders that the process this person would take would just be they would keep them for probably just a couple days. Right. Like they would always, you know, keep them until they were ready to wash them. (laughs) So it would never be more than a couple of days. So at least that was consistent. Right. Okay. So you knew that. This hoarder might just keep these dishes for three days until, you know, they're done with their schoolwork or, you know, job and running in and out. And okay. Right. I, you know, if that's your fine, so you got you you a perch in your room mm-hmm. where you're just going to keep all the dishes mm-hmm. until you're ready to wash them. Right. right. Okay. If that's your prerogative, 
it's fine because mm-hmm. you know what? They actually will get washed. Okay. But okay. then you you meet these other hoarders. <laughs> because there's levels. Okay. There's, there's levels to this. Yes. Okay. There's levels to the hoarding. And we want to use the word hoarders very lightly. We're not talking yeah. about folks who have actually had things happen in their life and this is a result. We're not even touching on that. No. We're talking about people who just, for lack of a better word, are hmm, not mindful. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Even not mindful or some people who are just too mindful of themselves <laughs> that they know they're, they're just going to avoid the whole. Because like we said, mm-hmm. the kitchen and the bathroom, yeah. two places of contention for mm. any roommate situation. Very true. So they are, for the most part, if you have a dish hoarder. Yeah. They're probably keeping it in their room as to not um, pile up dirty dishes in the sink. Mm, mm, mm. Didn't say it was logical. Right. Having lived with a handful. Mm-hmm. Like, I have actually asked these questions. Lord. <laughs> mm. I've had these conversations. Right. So, let me tell you about one who was on level 10. <laughs> so, there was this one roommate yes who i'll just say this roommate was not the cleanliest of people oh gosh so a hoarder and not mm-hmm. really clean yes mm, so this and person did not contribute invite. yeah and did not contribute any mm-hmm. dishes okay to the entire apartment oh did not contribute anything okay so there was this one situation where this particular um, roommate was, she was hoarding. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm just. You still having flashbacks? Yeah, it I'm, looks I'm, like you having I'm flashbacks. I'm like having a flashback right okay, now. Like, ahead. I get flashbacks to this day. Okay. So she was hoarding my pots and pans. In her room. <laughs> like the whole set? Like, I had started noticing. And this was after months of having lived with this person. Mm-hmm. I only lived with them for a year. Right. But after months, all of a sudden, this person started hoarding, started taking up one of the pots or the pan. Like, it doesn't matter if it was a big or a small one. You know, I had like a personal set. You know that personal set of like four. Yeah. You got two two big ones and two small ones. Right. Okay? You're right. And she kept saying it was under the guise that she needed hot water for tea. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Yeah. Um, this is a pause break. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand why. I'm still trying to understand. You need several pans for tea. And furthermore. Do you? Why would you be taking the pans from the stove to your room? Exactly. Like, would would it not have made sense to if you're going and you're boiling the water on mm-hmm. the stove in yeah. the kitchen? Yeah. Okay. So why are you not just making your tea in the kitchen? Like, mm. I hate to say normal person, right? But like a normal person. <laughs> And just make your cup of tea right. and walk your cup of tea back to your room. Right. Not walk the pan. Not yes. the whole pan. Not the whole pan. Like, 
Like, why? Like, do you do you have a hot plate in your room? To, <laughs> like, is there a hot plate in there? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like an illegal hot plate oh, or something? Like, are you lighting a <laughs> fire back there? Like, what? Like, you have no balcony. Why? No, why? Why do you the hell? Of hot, <laughs> of re- of recently boiled water, <laughs> of recently boiled water to come with you to your room. <laughs> Do, do you just not want to make tea in front of other people? Right. Is there like, some sort of tea is goddess there a ritual? that's judging you on how you make your tea? I mean, I don't know. You guys write in. She was she was of a different culture mm-hmm. than me. But okay. Because, <laughs> you know, we, we I don't really think that. Does the black culture have any tea rituals? Um, Let me think. Let me think. I mean, I know my mom and I, we love tea. Um, standard things. We love tea pots. We love tea infusers. Um, you know, you can do old school way where you just put the water in the, the pot and you boil it. You can put it in a cup and put it in a microwave. I personally use a teapot and I also have a, tea, a diffuser as well mm. that you can actually put directly on the stove. Um, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as rituals yeah, are concerned, that all sounds normal. To that me. sounds about you know what I'm so, used to. Okay. Um, you know, so it's it's. But it, I don't know. Maybe I'll do some research. Well, maybe, maybe maybe we should was, look into it. You know, maybe there was a ritual or something. Maybe she was doing with this tea. Now I don't know. Was there not a teapot in the house? Now that's the next thing I want to get to. Mm. Since you mentioned diffusers and all these other things, ah, uh, and teapots. So. This roommate had a tea kettle, like one of those electric ones that you plug into the wall, just pour your water in, plug into the wall, and it heats up your water wow. and does the little, you know. Mm, little steam. Like, yeah, the little steam, mm-hmm. and it lets you know that it's hot. So she would not use this. <laughs> she would bypass or, the easy route. <laughs> exactly, because, you know, you could have, that was probably one of the only things she contributed to the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and uh-huh. n- and neither me, so it, there were three of us in the apartment, neither me nor the other roommate, like, used this kettle because, well, by the time she had started hoarding things, you know, the roommate situation had gone all the way south. Right. Um, and probably by that time, we were all just like, everybody use your own dishes. Right. And if you're a person who doesn't have them, mm-hmm. you should buy some. Oh, gosh, please. Just. Yes. Let's just talk about Because me that. and the other roommate, we were cool with using each other's things. Right. But we were like. Well, there was a respect no. there. We were just like, no, everybody's going to reuse separate things. <laughs> because, and if you want to use, ask and return. Okay. Follow the general rules of protocol. So how were things resolved with this situation of dishes being just missing and pots and pans coming up missing? Oh, honestly, it ended up being, like I said, it, it this was, this situation was on a downfall because this particular roommate, you know, we had several other issues outside of just the dishes oh. um, and bathroom issues. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it it got to the point where me and the other roommate were just like, we need to just mandate everybody use their own things. Okay. 
because if you're not going to respect other people's property mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or I mean, seriously, like what sense does it make to like have pots and pans disappearing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you have two other roommates who cook and meal prep and, you know, actually use the pots and pans for cooking purposes mm-hmm. outside of. I hope you were only boiling water. <laughs> But, you know, me and the other roommate cook every day. Right. Every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the other roommate was a student. So, right. you know, free time. Right. <laughs> right. In times when you actually were there in the day. I worked full time. Right. That this other roommate supposedly worked full time. Okay. Um. So... The consideration. It just got to the point where it was just like, look, we're not sharing anymore. <laughs> so, like that's, that's, <laughs> so this this brings us to the lesson learned. Um, I'm going to let you kick that one off because I think that um, since you were having flashbacks, I think that we need to clear you up of some of those flashbacks, but also <laughs> share what the lesson learned is. But yes, the lesson learned So basically, when living with strangers, you quickly find out how people value other people's things, a.k.a. they don't, (laughs) in my case. (laughs) So really, just save yourself some time and have a conversation at the beginning of the lease regarding your expectations and respect other people's property. Let me repeat that. (laughs) Please. Save yourself some time and energy and have a conversation mm-hmm. at the beginning of the lease of your rental situation, of your sublet. I don't care what it is. Right. Of your sleeping on somebody's couch. Just have an agreement. Just make sure we are all together and aligned. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because at least you can say that you did it and you said it and you address these things before right. things go south. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are all good things. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and just note, if you find that you're living with a roommate who doesn't understand, like, respecting other people's property, then just know when it's time to renew that this person is not the roommate for you. Not for you. No. Don't try to make them for you. Don't Mm-mm. try. Just, just sever your ties and leave it at that. Exactly. And luckily, being in New York, roommates... I hate to say it. They're everywhere. They, they, they kind of like buses. <laughs> they, okay, they are next everywhere. 15, another one coming. Yes, everywhere. <laughs> you can find them. Hell, I hate to say it. You can find them on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. You can find them through school. You can find you them can through find your them job. You can find them through the rental company. They rental will, companies. They will, they will place you with random roommates. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the thing about living in New York, there's so many <clears throat> ins and outs and beautiful, wonderful things um, to kind of think about when it comes to having a roommate or just making that jump. Um, one thing I we definitely wanted to share with all of you, you know, you've got a lot of stresses going on um, throughout your day, whether you're a student, a full-time worker, or an intern, whatever the case may be. But one of the things that always puts me at ease is when I'm on the subway, you know? <laughs> What I like to do when I'm on the subway is, and I, I put a lot of urgency into this, but I want everyone, please, 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 
please bring with you when you move here or if you're already living here. But when you move to New York, just have a good pair of headphones, you know, because when you're riding the train, when you're riding the train, that ride might be long. And inevitably, there will be someone yelling or singing some sort of song, some sort of top 40 beautiful. Yes. Uh, Showtime. They might be singing Usher. They might have the baby on. You know, it might be Meg the Stallion, whoever it is. Um, just, just know that you're always going to need to have a pair of headphones. The other thing to kind of keep a lookout for when you're on the train and you're thinking about these headphones that you left at home, um, you may find that that same person who's singing might be yelling. They might have to take a phone call, um, you know, and you find out that the, that they don't have a babysitter for tonight. And the only reason you know that is because they're yelling so loud. But if you would have had your headphones on, you wouldn't have known any of this information. Exactly. Because some people think the louder you talk, the more signal service you have. Right. As if that's <laughs> right. going to change the fact that you are underground <laughs> right now. <laughs> so when people are yelling on the train at that megahertz volume, it's not even like a, a decimal. No, it's at a megahertz level. Just remember that those headphones that you left at home could have saved you today. And I think that that's the fun tip of the day. Oh, yes. That is an amazing New York tip. (laughs) Because you will never know the sheer panic of walking outside of your apartment if you're not a person who's gotten here yet. But you will be in sheer panic if you walk outside of your apartment and realize that you do not have a pair of headphones. <laughs> headphones, earbuds, AirPods, like anything to block <laughs> out the shenanigans. Anything. Of the daily volume of people. Again, you don't even have to be listening to them. Right. You just need them as decoration. Right. Just to block out, <laughs> just to let people know that you are unavailable. Right. And then in that moment, the subway time, travel time is for you to get your mind right, to take those deep breaths. I like to have meditation on. Um, I like to listen to music sometimes. Uh, sometimes I don't have them on at all and I'm just reading. But again, exactly. I want to make sure that that time is for me because there's already so much going on during the day. And you just don't want to have to deal with that one or two people on the train yelling about anything for the most part quick story about that the other day there was a gentleman on the train um in the morning time and it for whatever reason it always happens in the morning like early morning though when most people they're up and they're just trying to pull their thoughts together and so you'll find a lot of people have their eyes closed they're not asleep they just have their eyes closed because inhibitions are low yes in the morning very low but they're getting ready they're getting that mental that mental mindset ready and then out the blue because this would be the only time that out to blue would actually be a, a good phrase to use. Um, out the blue, two seats down, somebody just starts randomly yelling. And you don't even know. You're trying to understand what the song is. That's the first thing. Because it might sound oh, yeah. like a mix of like banjo music mixed with <laughs> a, country, a country music song and a rap ballot all at the same time but it's because the person doesn't know the words so there's several Mm. wrong things going on here you've got the (laughs) massive volume 
You've got the wrong words and you're not on in tune, I guess. And all you're trying to do as a, a commuter is mind your business and be in silent mode that early in the morning. Because you already know you have to prepare yourself mentally to get into the office <laughs> and, and, and or whatever work situation you have and work today. <laughs> knowing, knowing that you just left your house where there's no dishes. And with that... Thanks for listening to another episode of A Stranger Down the Hall. Subscribe to make sure you catch all of our episodes. Yes, yes. Yes, featuring all of our roommate horror stories. There's some good ones. There, there's a few good there's ones. A, there's going to be a few. I'll say, there's going to be some good ones and some good advice ones, too, especially for all those trying to move into New York City. So make sure you subscribe anywhere that podcasts are available. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye.